Welcome to the Lady Lounge Sportscast, episode 18. It's football eve. All right, guys. In this episode, we're going to talk about how football is back. And I feel like a little kid on Christmas Eve. Then we're going to jump down to some NC Dinos news. We're going to talk about some breaking news we have from the Dinos. And we're going to talk about the KWOM Hero Series, the LG Twins, the Samsung Lions, and all those series. Then we're going to talk about uh, MLB update by John. Then we're going to jump down to Saints news slash NFL news, talking about the Alvin Kamara contract talks, Jadavian Clowney signing with the uh, Titans, and then Tommy Stevens getting cut. Then we're going to jump down to some fantasy football updates. Then finally, we're going to talk about some Pelicans slash NBA news, talk about how the Miami Heat are killing it right now, and then talk about how Dan Craig could possibly be the next Pelicans head coach, and talk about some Steve Nash going to the Nets and becoming their new head coach. All right, guys, enjoy. This episode of the Lady Lounge Sportscast is brought to you by Visuals NOLA. Visuals is a unique clothing store selling a variety of clothing styles from one-of-one vintage clothing, jerseys, sneakers, and streetwear. Visuals focuses on supplying people with curated items that lend to one's individuality and creativity in the form of clothing. Follow them at Visuals NOLA on Instagram to stay up-to-date with new products uploaded daily. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Now, David, I, I have a question for you. No, oh God. Here we go. I don't understand how have you have gone 24 years of your life and still don't know how to set up your voicemail. It just doesn't make sense to me. Dude, who cares about voicemail? <laughs> if somebody really wanted to get in touch with me, they would text me. Ain't nobody sending me voicemails, dude. I'm going to just start, like, leaving you voicemails. I'm like, that's the only way I'm going to try to get a hold of you now until you set it up. No, I'm never texting you. I'm not even worried about saying my voicemail because, dude, like, if you don't have my voicemail set up, I'm not checking that thing, dude. Because you know what? Spam people, can, scammers could leave a voicemail saying, hey, your car insurance is up. Or we have a uh, message from your bank that you need to put your social security number into this voicemail or call me back so you can give me a $100 Target gift card. I'm not, I'm not doing that, dude. You would be the one person that falls for that shit, though. Like, no, I all actually... Of our no, no, I actually yeah, know somebody. Would. I know somebody that actually fell for that, and it's pretty embarrassing. They got called. She, she was a business owner, quote unquote, and they called her and they were like, "Hey, we're gonna turn off your electricity today unless you go to Walmart, or not Walmart, a grocery store, or maybe it was Target. Go to Target and you buy us four hundred dollars worth of gift cards." And guess what? She did it and gave it to him. And did her electricity ever get turned off? No. Yeah, because she couldn't afford to pay it after she, she gave them four hundred dollars. <laughs> she literally gave them four hundred bucks, and then I'm not going to say who it is because I don't know if she listens or not. But I went to her business the next day, quote unquote, because I I went every day because I it's a gym. It was a gym. Let's just say that it was a gym. And she was like, uh, "Mr. Boynes, do you think?" She told me the story. She's like, "Do you think I got scammed?" And I was like, "Yes." You got you got scammed a hundred percent, but she's a nice lady. But it happens. But I don't want to have a voicemail because I don't want to go through it and be like, 
Mr. Boynes, you have five unread messages. Yes, first of all, that's not how the voicemail works. I don't see. I don't know. That's why I don't have one. So the voicemail, how it works in your phone, it's like if I go to my voicemails, like I have like 15 of them that I haven't even opened, but it's like. You oh, can like, so you don't use your voicemails either then, huh? Um, I do. Hmm. But the thing with the voicemail is it like transcribes the message and stuff too, so you can read it to see if it's important. But it's just like someone tries to get a hold of you, they call you, and then you don't well, answer. Then well, they'll just they, never call you again. How do they know if it's again. important? How do they know if it's important? Do they just say, this is an important message for uh, What do you John. mean, how do they know if it's important? You said it transcribes to a text message. How do they know it's important? It transcribes it. like in the like Whenever you click on the voicemail part, you can click on the message, and it like transcribes it. Like My latest one was, at your address, you have a uh, schedule for delivery from rooms to go like that's my last one and i was able to like make sure they had the right address and everything just from reading it i never had well, to dude, listen to it i i ain't expecting nothing from rooms to go i think i'm good to be honest with you i think i'm real good oh <laughs> i can't stand you <laughs> well you know what i can't stand dude well no i can't stand it because now it is football christmas eve it kind of sucks though you're because... ruining my football christmas eve no, you're ruining my football Christmas Eve by telling me that I need to get a voicemail. You're, you're impinging on my rights of not you're having a voicemail. You're a bad friend, and you're ruining my uh, football. Oh, here we go, dude. Here we go. Wait, so let's talk about this real fast. Football, Christmas Eve for the NFL League is supposed to be like the weekend before. You watch nothing but college football, and then at Sunday, you just basically ponder in the thought that football, NFL football, is going to be back the next week. And... I'm just excited. I'm after that fantasy draft we had last night, which we'll talk about later. I'm just like super excited for Thursday night. I might even leave work early just so I can get like a head start and set up for the game. When I mean set up for the game, get in some pajamas, get on my couch, get a six pack, and drink some beer. Why do you need to leave work early on Thursday? Well, I do get off at two thirty. I need to prepare, you get off so dude. Early. I need to. I need to prepare. I need to prepare even more, dude. I need to watch like every little like pregame show possible Thursday. So it's a holiday for me, dude. The first Thursday game, the NFL kickoff game, is a holiday for me. Yeah, and you're ruining my holiday because you don't have a voicemail. Jeez. I'm gonna call you to talk about the game, and then I'm just gonna get sent to your voicemail, and then I'm not even gonna be able to leave one because you're a bad friend. You know, do you right? I'll, I'll, I'll make a voicemail, but everybody's allowed to send me a voicemail, but you, okay? I don't, I don't know how you're gonna regulate that. But <laughs> I, I, I actually low key already know how to use voicemail. I just choose not to do it because I'm a hipster, and I think everybody has a voicemail, so I don't want to have one. Yeah, you want to, you only use things before they're cool, right? Yeah, I only use things before they're cool. Back in the day, I had a voicemail, and nobody else had a voicemail. So now everybody has one. I don't want one anymore. So you're saying you were the first person with a voicemail. Yeah, ever. Ever. I actually invented okay. the voicemail. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, we do have some cool news. Donnie from Donnie Does, the Wonton Don, did follow us on Twitter. So that's pretty freaking cool. Hey, Donnie, if you're listening, dude, we are 100% down to intern at Barstool with you this summer. So, and especially when you come down in the wants, we're going to show you a hell of a time. All right. The, cool, the funny thing about the wonton down is me and David have both been fans since like for like years, like over five years. We've both been fans and just neither of us told the other person. Until well, like I've, been, a year I've, been, I've been longer than I've been watching his like China, the China videos since I was like in high school. The Sharks yeah, I mean, videos, like uh, the, years, the but... Chinese football league videos are hilarious. 
the duck videos he used to make in China. Uh, but it's, it's just, just funny how we've both been fans this whole time and just neither of us told the other person. I think my favorite video that he's made is when he goes to a China, uh, and he, it's in Shanghai, and he goes to a public pool, and he, like, it's, it's, he goes to a public pool in China and talks about how gross it is. It's hilarious. I love the video where he gets kicked out of the Sharks game. Four beers in the Fanta. <laughs> I thought it was three beers. In it the is Fanta. three beers. Three beers in the Fanta. Look at me. Yeah, but uh, real fan. Okay. Like I said, internship about it. But uh, we can just jump down to some NC Dinos news. <laughs> Jump on this real fast. We do have some breaking news. Some breaking <laughs> news. Oh, I mean, so, but it's not really breaking news. It's kind of really depressing news. Chang Moku is now out. It looks like it's indefinitely with an elbow injury for a young pitcher. That kind of sucks, man. That really does suck. It's it's not known how serious it is, but it seems like he's going to be out for at least a month or more. And this is this is this is grind time right here because. This is the last month of regular season games into the playoff start. So, well, not even the last month. I think the playoffs start on the 20th. So, it's not looking too good right now, and I really, really, really want to get that tattoo. <laughs> I'm, like, kind of determined on it. But the, the Dinos are still number one in the league. They have played. It seems like they have been playing more games than the rest of the league. So, now they're officially caught up to the rest of the league. And they're still one game ahead of the Heroes. And let's see, I'm going to make sure real quick they caught up. Yes, they caught up. They're now 57-37, and 37, and the second-place team is 58-40. and 40, And that's actually, oh, wow, it's not the K-1 Heroes anymore. It is actually the LG Twins. So, But the LG Twins are only one game behind the Dinos, and the Heroes are only 1.5 games behind the Heroes, no, behind the Dinos. So actually, we played both these teams this week. So we're going to talk about this real fast. The K1 Heroes series, the LG Twin series, and the Samsung Lions series. So the first series is a K1 Hero series. We went one and one. Game one was five. We lost five to two. Uh, Mike Wright, I'm sorry, we won five to two. Mike Wright is actually getting some solid Ws. This is his third game he won in a row. So it's good to see that Mike Wright is kind of stepping up because with Cheng Ku out, we're kind of like just dredging bullpen pitchers and we're just pulled somebody up from the rotation from the bullpen and I'll talk about him in a second. But uh game two is a loss. Since our rotation's kinda hurt, we are doing a lot more bullpen days. So we lost six to four. And then that was it was only a two game series. I think I think these games are kind of makeup games, if I'm not mistaken. But I could be wrong. We'll see. Alright, so next series is the LG twin series and we didn't do so hot this series. Game one we lost. It was six five and then this guy was brought up to be starting the starting rotation, Kim Young-Goo. I like his last name, Goo. Bribin. So he was actually only 20 years old, and this was actually his debut in the KBO. And he didn't do too bad, but he lost 6-5. So he gave up, I think, four runs in the fourth inning. So that was kind of a rough starting for him, but it, it could have been worse. Game two was actually the most depressing game to watch. It was a tie. And this is Drew's first non-W game since June. So wait, how does that work? Because you don't get they the don't, loss or the win, right? It's just nope. no decisions for everybody. No decisions. Yep. No decisions. It's so stupid. They stop. They stop at twelve innings. I don't That's know if it's just. I don't know if it's just a rule for this season, but they stop at twelve innings. I honestly don't see the point because they've literally started on time. I think they started maybe. I'm sorry. They started two weeks later than they were supposed to. 
I think that might just be a rule. It might be just be a rule. And it, it's weird because online, you can't really find a rule book for the KBO. Because... The no pitcher pitches past seven innings, which I think is stupid because Drew probably Drew had a chance to get a no hitter twice, and he, they pulled him out in the seventh inning. So from my, what I'm watching this season, no pitcher could pitch past seven innings, which I think is just stupid. But it's what you gotta do. And there's no infield fly rule, right? No, none. Doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, it's a little I, confusing. Did but you I see mean, the play this week where the uh, guy knows catcher? It was like a, just oh, a yeah, short a pop up to him. And he was just sitting on it. He's like, I'm about to catch it. I'm about to catch it. He just let it fall and turned it into a double play. I used to pull plays like that all the time back in the day. Oh, I yeah. used to have that 200 IP Riding the plays. bench. You're senior. Yeah, year. riding the bench. I used to have this too. I used to have some plays like that. And maybe <laughs> okay. maybe like when I was a freshman or something. But we'll talk about the last series. So actually, this was a makeup game with Samson. And we lost. <laughs> we just we just lost to Samson. Tough week. Tough, tough week for the Dinos. It's a very, very tough week. They won and one, lost three, and had a tie. I'm just, dude, I'm just like... We call yikes. I'm just really want to get that tattoo. <laughs> and I, I hate this to be like, all right, well, I'm going to get the tattoo no matter what. But they have to win the uh, the, the Korean series for me to actually get it. I yeah, don't know. we can't get it. That's the, that's the thing, is we can't get it if they don't. I'm like mentally prepared to get it, and I'm like, when I'm mentally prepared to do something, I want to do it right away. I just want to get, not get it over with, but I, it's a good story to tell. It's a funny story. People would ask you and say, "Why is there? What is that? What is that logo on your body?" And it's a good story and a good conversation starter. Well, I mean, if you have it in a visible place, but yes, yeah, get it on your face. Don't be scared. So one of my students said that. Get it on your face, Mr. Boynes. I said, no, no, I'm not doing that. But uh, Mr. Boynes isn't about his life. I ain't, I ain't about that life. You want to give a uh, MLB update, John? So since last week, there have been no more games canceled due to COVID, which is good, good to see. Um, we are officially two thirds of the way through the season, though, and the Red Sox have only won fourteen games, which is <laughs> <laughs> rough. I I stopped. I'm gonna be honest with you. I kind of like. I the only games I've been watching I talked about last week the Dodgers games and now I've been watching some Padres games because the Padres are fun to watch, but I really haven't been watching that much Red Sox games to be honest with you. I'm just kind of fed up with it. Did you see that video I sent you on Twitter of Nolan Arenado making that crazy play? Mm-hmm. So essentially, what happened was there was like a it was like a pretty hard hit ball going down the third base line and it like landed right behind the dirt behind third base and Arenado was charging at it. He picks it up and in one motion he picked it up, turned, jumped and threw it with all upper body strength and got the guy out. I so, usually could do that. That's cool. Yeah, you could do that. Needless to say, I'm pretty sure Arenado is winning <laughs> another gold glove, keeping him perfect for his career. I just, I don't know, dude. It's just, this season just doesn't, it feels right, but at the same time it doesn't feel right, if that makes sense. Like, it's just like it, no, it's, it just, it's, it's already almost over. It's like, already almost over. Like it yeah, it's started. weird. And they're trying to stay. I get that they're trying to stay on pace for the playoffs. So, if if I'm not mistaken, the playoffs should start this month, right? It should start this month, no, or starting of starting. Off, okay, well, I mean, it's do they still staying on pace? And I'm sure they're just going to push the season back at least one month and start in May, I guess. I assume, but I don't know. I'm just not like. I'm not invested as I usually. I'm more invested in the Dinos and the KBO than I am in the MLB this year. I mean, I love MLB baseball. I've been watching a lot of it. But um, 
Speaking of the Rockies, did you see? So the very next night after oh, yeah, going around that. and That's made that crazy that. play, the Rockies lost a game of baseball, twenty-three to three. People thought it was a football score. No, I'm sorry, it was twenty-three <laughs> to five or something like that. But something, something, something ridiculous. In the bottom of the eighth, it was twenty-three to three. I would hate to be a Rockies fan. Uh, I'm sorry, I, 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 know I know it's your sec- I know it's your second favorite team, but my, I just it is a National League team, man. Ever ever since I went to Denver and those guys were telling me about how bad it is to be a Rockies fan, and I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of true. The stadium is beautiful. It, you literally, I, what I like about Denver is that the whole like, if you're, you go, I went to a Broncos game and I went to a, a, a um, Avalanche game, but there was no Rockies weren't playing at the time. And I just like how when you go into a stadium in Denver, you can see the outline of the mountains. But now that I think about it, every time I think about the mountains in like Denver, the altitude just is like, like damn, you really can't pitch in that altitude. I know we brought it up multiple times, but I do feel bad for Rockies fans. They have balls to deal fly. with bad pitching. And the balls fly. You're right. Balls fly. So, so I guess the wind down on the MLB news. So I know David feels the same as I do, but I hate the Yankees. Oh, yeah, and all my so. homies hate the Yankees. I cannot stand the, the Yankees. The squad hates the Yankees. Garrett Cole had the audacity in a post-game interview. He was almost crying when he was saying it. He was in accusing the Rays of cheating and stealing signs and knowing which pitch was coming because he's having a terrible season. Yeah, he is having a, a dog poo-poo season. Like a it dog poo-poo season. But if you remember, it's not the first time Garrett Cole cried. Whenever, uh, I think it was the 2010 College World Series, and he went to UCLA, and UCLA lost to South Carolina. He was crying in the dugout, like sobbing tears. I would cry too, though. I'm not gonna lie; that's kind of sad. Yeah, but he's just he's a, the Yankees. He's the Yankees pitcher. Now. I would cry too. That's kind of legitimately sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I understand it's sad, but it's just all he does is cry. Was he? Like, I mean, he was on the Astros, so he's the cry guy. He's the yeah, cry guy. So that's the thing. He's sitting there accusing another team of stealing signs and cheating. When he played for the Astros, when they were stealing signs and cheating, and now he plays for the Yankees, who I guarantee are still stealing signs and cheating because they're filthy cheaters. And they're not and even going to win that division. They're not even going to win the division, man. The Rays are probably going to win that division now. The Rays are the better team. I hope they win. Oh, yeah, me too. I like watching the Rays whenever they I get a chance to. They have six games on them right now. Just, I'm just ready for the season. I'm ready for the playoffs to start. I miss, I miss watching like the World Series in October. And it's cold outside, like and then football, football's going on, and then basketball is just starting up again. And we were talking about getting basketball season tickets, but we don't really know what we're going to do yet because we don't know how COVID's going to happen with the United States. So, I was also reading an article this week just to talk about a little bit more baseball. And it was like, yeah, the Dodgers stole all the Red Sox players, and you know, all the Red Sox there, (laughs) and all the Red Sox are doing is bragging about how they got under the luxury tax this season. Like, damn, that's rough. Damn, that's rough. That's That's rough. rough. That's the only thing you can be cheerful about. We got under the luxury tax, boys. We did it. (laughs) Man, do you think they're gonna win at least twenty? Let's say, do you think they're gonna win thirty games? The Red Sox, yeah, probably. There's no chance. No chance. There's only twenty games left in the season. They'd have to win sixteen of those twenty. They're not going to win 16 of the next 20 games. That's so sad. They're 14 and 27. They pro- they're probably not going to win 20 games this season. They're 14 and 27. Yeah, man. it's rough. That's so bad. Oh, so they have 19 games left this season. Oh, they only have 19 games left? It's a 60-game season. I know, but it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems so like, 
This season's all scuffed. I, I don't is. care who wins. It's an asterisk season for sure. Yeah, for sure. And it's not yeah, just because will... the Red Sox got rid of all of their players and. Well, it sucks to be the, like the Cardinals because like they're like so far behind. I guess they missed like two weeks of baseball. I think they've been catching up. They've been playing a lot of doubleheaders. So yeah, okay. they. I mean, they're still behind, like by like ten games, but they're catching up. They were behind by like twenty-two games or something crazy. Like that it's just nice that we're not the Pirates. The Pirates literally have the worst record right now. Well, I mean, we're not too far behind. Well, at a certain but... point, you might as well be the Pirates, right? Or you could be a Rangers fan and buy like a huge new stadium and then just are terrible. Yeah. They're thirteen and twenty-five. I would hate to be a Rangers fan. And there's a lot of Rangers fans that live around us because it's one of the closer teams. Right. It, it must just be rough. It probably sucks ass, honestly. But you know what team it doesn't suck to be a fan of? Uh, I don't know. The Saints. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know that transition, that perfect, that perfect segue. In I transition. I'm looking at like baseball records. I'm like looking at a team. Like I don't know. We already talked John's about like, the Dodgers. John's internally freaking out. And he's like, wait, 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 wait. What? What is that? What I can David? figure this out. I can. I can figure what David's about to say. What is he For about to say? High level investigative skills. It's like the Miami Marlins. It's like that. Uh, <laughs> that SpongeBob meme, and he's like throwing out all the papers, and he's burning the papers. It's all the uh, SpongeBob like twins copies in his head, freaking out. What to say? What do I say? Somebody give me something to say. Okay, I'm stopping. But uh, yeah, Saints news. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to talk about Alvin Kamara real fast. So we're gonna do Saints news and NFL news. We have like, we're probably gonna talk a lot about stuff because a lot so, of stuff happened this week. Alvin Kamara, let's just say it how it is: is he's getting screwed this season? Yeah, but dude, I, he's making no money. I don't really think he's getting screwed, though. And I'm going to explain why. Money-wise, he's getting screwed 100%. But, all right, so I get that he wants to, He's only getting paid $2 million. I, I totally get that. He's worth way more than $2 million. But the thing about it is the Saints just can't pay him this year. And the Saints love Alvin Kamara. They want him to stay. So what I think happened was they were like, look, Alvin, look. We're gonna we're gonna put you in the trading block and we'll let you look at your options. Alright? This is your options. We don't want you to leave. We wanna promise you a ring this year, because the Saints are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They just they just are. Like just looking at their depth chart, looking at everybody they have, they just are the favorites to win. So what I think personally happened was Alvin Kamara was like, Look, I just wanna get paid more than two million dollars, but I wanna get just as paid paid just as much as Christian McCaffrey because Sean Payton in the front office said that he is just as good as Christian McCaffrey. So me as an agent hearing that, I'm using that to my advantage to get my player pay paid. They don't pay running backs. They don't. But I this do is our think last this is happen. I don't think so. I don't think. Let me finish first. I don't think so because this is why. I think once we have, once we win this year, and we, I think once we win this year, it's going to be completely rebuilt after this year. I think it's just going to be like the Ravens did. And they just trade everybody away. I really do believe that's what's going to happen. Drew's going to retire. We're going to keep Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. That's who we're going to keep. We're either going to sign Alvin Kamara or trade him away. I think we're going to sign him. I think we're going to give him a max contract, but I think we lose a lot of other players. I think we lose like a lot. Of, I think we lose Emmanuel Sanders. We do. Leave, we're what probably going to lose a max contract. Not a max contract. A good contract. Probably second most paid running back behind Christian McCaffrey. I don't think is he's Christian number McCaffrey one. the most paid running back right now? Yes, he is. I don't I was think early. No, it's Christian McCaffrey. And now it's Christian McCaffrey. He's getting paid $16 million a year. Guaranteed. Oh. But I do think 
that we're going to lose like a lot of players. I do think we're going to lose Demario Davis. I think we're going to lose a lot of other players that we have to resign on defense. And we're probably going to lose Pete on offensive line because I think his contract's up this year. We're going to lose a lot of people. Just Let's just see that. It's going to be a complete rebuild after this year. I do think Alvin Kamara is going to get his money next year. He's not going to get franchise tagged. He is going to get his money. And it just... It, $2 million isn't what you're like looking for, but I guarantee you Sean Payton in the front office was like, dude, we'll give you your options to get traded, but you're not going to go anywhere that's going to want to win. Well, trying, they're trying to win, but they're not going to win. And he was like, stay here for the next year. Get a ring. This is our time to shine. You're healthy. Let's get a ring. And then after, we'll see what happens, and we'll pay you. I think that's really what the conversation was because if Alvin Kamara really, really wanted to sit out, he wouldn't have been at practice the next day after the trading block thing. So that's just my opinion. I mean, I think he was at practice because he's barely making any money and he doesn't want to get the fines from the team. Right. But, I mean, the fines are like $30,000 for a mispractice or something, but that adds up whenever you're only making $2 million. We, the, we, the way we talk about NFL contracts, they can, oh, he's only making $2 million. This season, it's, it's not a lot. I mean, only two million dollars isn't a lot of money for a, a caliber running back like Alvin Kamara is. I think. Like, I know. I don't think. I know he's going to get paid next year. I know. I don't. It. I don't think he's going to get paid by the Saints, though. You think he's going to get traded? I think he's going to get traded. Yeah. I mean, we have a. Do we have a fifth year option on him, or is that this year? No. I think that's this, this year. No. This is. We don't have a fifth year option on. We could franchise tag him, but we're not. Oh, he wasn't a first round pick. Duh. No, we could franchise tag him, but we're not going to do that. Yeah, franchise tag is so expensive. At a certain point, you might as well just pay him. Yeah, we're going to pay him. I think we're going to pay him. The franchise tag is like $13 million, something like that, for a running back. It's insanely high. I think we're going to build around him. I think we just, the way our offense is fit and run, I think we need Alvin Kamara, especially if we're going to have Jameis Winston and uh, Taysom Hill in the backfield. You know what I'm saying? The thing about the Saints is, is we'll just draft another running back. We do it all the time. I know, but like, I don't know. Like,. I just don't want to see Alvin Kamara go. I bought a jersey. I have his jersey. Yeah, so he's 100% gone. Thanks, David. <laughs> I have his jersey. Ruined that for everybody. No, not – well, let's see. All the same jerseys I have. I drew Breeze is still here, so he's not no. gone. Uh, <laughs> everybody else, same jersey I have is gone, though. <laughs> so, besides Alvin Kamara. So, let's. I don't want to make that that thing. Now, I don't know if Cameron Jordan's contract's up either. I know there's somebody else big that their contract's up. We are paying Michael Thomas a, a shit ton of money, but I don't. There's somebody else that's pretty big that their contract is up, and I can't remember who. Which oh, we, Ryan Ramchick. Uh, maybe, maybe. We're that not going to be able to afford to pay him. If we win this year, which I think we will, it's going to be complete rebuild. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be with us. Even if we lose, I don't think we can afford to pay him. I don't. I, apparently, one so of the apparently, best offensive linemen in the NFL. Yes, apparently. We are we are in talks with the contract with Alvin Kamara. I think I think tomorrow is supposed to be the day they're gonna announce it. I did see something like that this morning, and that's only because we didn't sign a clowny. So we have more money to give to uh Alvin Kamara. Let's talk about the clowny sign, uh, the clowny um rumors and stuff. Clowny did sign with the Titans this morning and I say he's a loser. It's been an he doesn't want to win. It has been. He doesn't want to win, dude. I, I like he wants the money, so he's getting paid fifteen million dollars for a one year contract. What a loser. He just wants to go there and get money. He doesn't really We were really care so close to being right and calling that so early. Oh dude. <sighs> I mean it came down to like a day. Like he, he was probably sitting there like college football commitment style with two hats and he just picked up that Titans hat and crushed our souls. 
I had the tweet, dude. I literally took a picture. I went back on Reddit because I posted in Reddit in like what? It was like June or May. I posted in Reddit saying that Clowney's going to come to the Saints. And I got so much hate for it, dude. I got so much hate for it. People were like, dude, you're an idiot. Shut up. And I was like, just wait. Uh, I'm- all of those were just me on burner accounts because they're like, oh, okay. you're an idiot. <laughs> those, those are all burner accounts, huh? Dude, I'm saying this is my thing. I was in a post at Twitter. I was in a post at, on Twitter say, shut up, nerds. I was right. And then I was in a post on Reddit, and I would have got Reddit on fire, dude. The Saints subreddit, I would have set that thing on fire. All the backlash I got from that. So I'm a little upset. I get it, though. I mean, Mike Verbal was his defensive coordinator in Houston, and he was already close with Clowning. But... I'm he's not trying to win a championship. He's not trying to win a championship. I mean, I can understand. He is good, but they're not winning a championship this year. They did really well last season out of nowhere. They beat the Ravens in the playoffs. They did beat the Ravens in the playoffs. I do That's think just they're going to be good. Derrick Henry is a freak of a human being. Monster. I wonder who who got Derrick Henry in our draft last night. Not It was the person who picked two before me. It was uh, Rob. Okay. I was so mad because it was like Derrick Henry and Clyde Edwards were both on a board, and I was like three picks away, and I was like, "Oh, I might get one of them." It was one of the two I really wanted to get, and then Derrick Henry and instantly Clyde Edwards were there. I'm like, "Oh man, uh, that sucks." But you know what also sucks? Tommy Stevens getting cut. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was I've been hyping up Tommy Stevens, dude, for weeks now. You had me excited about him, dude. I really. You're sucks. honestly a bad person. Dude, I was so when hyped about him. Everybody's hoping dreams up like, oh, he's going to be a tight end that's throwing passes Dude, and all I've this been, stuff. I've say. literally been telling everybody Tommy Stevens is going to be the next big thing. We did kind of scuff Tommy Stevens. Though. We made him gain all that weight, bulk up and stuff. I'm like, yeah, go find another team to play for. Yeah, dude, he, we kind of we kind of did screw him. And I think maybe it was part of Sean Payton's plan all together because we did draft him in the seventh round. So a rival team in our division wouldn't get him. So maybe yeah, we we're just going to make fat. him unconditioned and wear a damn like quarterback and then let him go. <laughs> oh, dude, that sucks. Mickey Loomis is a savage. It is savage. I don't know who would get him. I don't know. I mean, who would want to pick up a quarterback that's gained weight to play tight end? You know who's going to pick him up? Who? The Patriots, because they take all of the uh, all of our <laughs> division sloppy seconds. They do. You're right. Okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll let them go to the Patriots. But, uh... The Bucks, the Bucks, dude. I want to ask you this question. They did get Leonard Fournette this week, and we know from Louisiana we love Leonard Fournette. I have Boop some breaking crazy. news for you about the Bucks. What's that? They still suck, and they're still going to struggle to break <laughs> 500. So you think? So you think? So you're saying that they're not scary anymore? They're not even more scary. Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Fournette can only play four games a season with his name. I'm not worried about Leonard Fournette. Personally. I want Leonard Fournette to have a good season because I like Leonard Fournette, and I thought I don't he want him to have a good season this season. He can have a good season after next season when he's Google. not with that team anymore. Personally, I thought that he got screwed with the Jags, and I thought that was such a terrible situation to be put in. Well, yeah, was... because he went from being in a team that was thirteen and three Super Bowl contenders, they were the next best thing, to where they traded everybody, and he was the only one left on the team. That was such a that's such a weird organization, dude. I don't know what's wrong. I would hate to be a Jag. They... We say that a lot, but I think like. I don't know if there's any Jacksonville Jaguars fans left. I don't think there is, dude. After, especially after all this stuff's going on. What are they looking forward to this year? They're going to look forward to, like, Mark, Mark, uh, Gardner Minshew. Jesus, I can't even speak for a second. Yeah, Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Minshew, just like just, his post-game conferences. It's the only thing they're looking by, forward to. By himself, looking with no other, nobody else to throw it to. Like, with DJ Clark is the only wide receiver that's decent there. 
Brian DJ Clark is the only one I think yeah. to think of. And they're going to what? Who, who's, what, what, what's exciting about the Jags this year? Who's going to want to watch a Thursday night Jags game? You know what I'm saying? Like, or a Sunday night Jags game. Who's going to want to watch that? Did you see that poor guy? He was like going through his closet and he had like five oh, jerseys yeah. for the Jaguars. And the first one was <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Then it was Jalen Ramsey. Then Blake Bortles. Then Nganu. And then uh, Robinson. Uh, Allen Robinson. Yeah. It's like, Dude, it's, damn. It's, it's weird because the Jags jerseys are kind of dope. Are kind of dope. But... They're just the fan base is just like gonna retire. They're gonna become Miami Dolphins fans, or they become like Tampa Bay. Well, a lot of them probably became Tampa Bay Bucks fans because I think a lot of them are Saints fans, honestly. Maybe that. Maybe honestly, no. I think if I lived in Florida, I would have to vote for a Florida team. I don't think they're probably all Bucks fans. I'm I'm sure a majority of Florida right now is Bucks fans. I mean, Bucks have won a Super Bowl in the last decade. Well, yeah, true. And I think no, if it's I been longer Florida, than a decade now. I think I lived in Florida. I'd probably root for the Dolphins. To be honest with you, the Dolphins are kind of a dope team. I do like their color scheme, so I'd probably root for the Dolphins. And that stadium, pretty fire. So the I'll Jaguars just need to move. I think and get out of Jacksonville. Where will they go? San Antonio. You start somewhere fresh. I don't know where they're going to go. What else is in Jacksonville? You know what I'm saying? What else is in Jacksonville? Like, is it like Disney World in Jacksonville? I have no. Oh, no, it's in Orlando. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, same thing. Like, yeah, let's go take a vacation to Jacksonville. What is in Jacksonville? I know somebody's going to say, like, oh, wow, you don't know what's in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is the home of, like, Jacksonville is the home of this and that. How can you not know what Jacksonville is about? There's a reason they have a football team there. Bro, they have the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens. Every city has a zoo and gardens. They have the Museum of Art and Gardens. Okay, every city has art and gardens. Bro, they have a planetarium. What are you talking about? There's so many things to do in Jacksonville. Yeah, I just all of a sudden want to take a plane to Jacksonville. They so. have a park with swamps in it, dude. We live in a swamp. <laughs> we literally live in a swamp. Like uh, I don't know. They have the... I don't know. So the fifth thing on this list is the Kingsley Plantation. <laughs> so Okay, yeah. I don't know if I want to go to Jacksonville anymore. Wow, this seems like a, a very exciting place to live. <laughs> Yeah, I just I would, Google things to do in Jacksonville, and it's like nothing. Imagine living in Jacksonville, the only thing you have is, like, the Jags, and they suck. <laughs> and they suck. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing you have to root for. I mean, you have the beach, I guess. I guess people in Jacksonville like the beach, maybe. <laughs> but the beach, you only do so much at the beach. You, like, swim in the water, fish and stuff, but who likes doing that kind of stuff, right? Wait, they have concerts in Jacksonville every now and then? Yeah, but you're in Jacksonville, and you remember after the concert, it's over, and you're like, oh, I'm in Jacksonville. But it's only two hours away from Tampa Bay, I'm pretty sure. Two or three hours. I could be ridiculously more than that, but... It's so far away from Tampa. I guarantee you Jacksonville Jacks fans are Tampa Bay Bucks fans this year. I guarantee you. I just don't... Wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine not being a Bucks fan if you live in Florida this year. Right? I mean, is that just me, or... I, I could... I mean... The thought of being a Bucks fan makes my stomach churn just thinking about it. So I don't, I can't relate to. I kind of wish Louisiana had two teams. Why? No, I don't. No, I don't. No, that that thought was in my head for a second, but then I was like, nah, nah. I like just having the Saints. It, it probably sucks dealing with different fan bases nonstop. I wish the Louisiana had an MLB team. That'd be. Good. I I do wish that. I do wish that we have a whole stadium on the air, the airline, the shrine on airline. So no, that's it's like where the Nola Gold play, bro. Well, they could build their own stadium. Or just play the Superdome. Like, I just don't see why it's not a thing. Um, because it's Sonola Gold. They're not allowing them to play in the Superdome. 
I mean, the same color scheme is basically. Tear, I don't think you can play rugby on turf. I think the Charlotte Airline is turf. No. The outfield. I think the outfield is turf. I don't know. I don't know anything about rugby. I did play there one time, but I don't remember. You didn't save any grass? I ate the grass. I don't save it. I eat the grass. <laughs> less miles. Less Real miles, less miles said, guy yeah. over here. But uh, uh, I did want to talk about Mitchell Trubisky. That sucks. <laughs> I hate to be a Bears fan. <laughs> so did you see the the so it was the last game of the or second to last game of the series with the Houston and OKC and Rush just threw a pass with like no time left and it yeah. missed like over his head far left and everybody was making the joke like oh look this is the next quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I just feel bad. So I feel bad for Bears fans and they have to sell themselves again. On Mitch, they have to sell themselves again on Mitch Trubisky just because, oh, well, Mitch has actually proven that he's a leader and he's actually doing really good in training camp. And the, the Chicago media is just hyping him up again just so he can throw, like, really terrible passes. He can throw for all 170 game. yards a game and four interceptions. Four interceptions. And Nick Foles is on the sideline with a contract that just lets him make money as a backup. He has the best career, dude, honestly. <laughs> He literally does. Like he has the best career. Had a really good year in Philadelphia, and he got traded to the Rams. Got paid a, a shit ton of money at the Rams. I don't know. You know who had a really good career it was Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn did have a good career. You're right. He Matt got Flynn paid like a hundred million dollars over like ten years to literally sit on a bench. Yeah, but who was it for? The Seattle Ra- the, for the Raiders it was or for, for Green uh, the Bay Seahawks first? and then Seattle. Well, he was a backup for Green Bay, won a Super Bowl, and then went to was it Seattle first or the Raiders? I thought it was Seattle. I thought it was the Raiders first. I thought it was Seattle first, but it could have been the Raiders. But he got paid by both teams. He literally got paid by both teams to do literally nothing. Be a backup. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Seattle first, and Seattle drafted Russell Wilson the same year, and they started Russell Wilson over Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn got traded to the Raiders. And they got Derek Carr. <laughs> and they got Derek Carr. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, that's how it went. Yeah, it had to be like that. So Matt Flynn, dude, look. I'm I think Matt Flynn played a season with the Raiders. I also think Chase Daniels had a good a good career as well. Well, he was just the uh, like there's players in the NFL that like, that's their job as a backup quarterback. The problem with the thing about Matt Flynn is he was getting paid like almost a starting like a quarterback. Starter. Because because he was, he was going paid, places he was. trying to be the starter, and but he just sat on the bench and made that money. He just had that one game in uh, uh, Lambo when he threw five touchdowns against the Lions, and everyone was like, or six touchdowns, whatever it was. And it was like everybody's like, Matt Flynn, dude, he's actually really good. He's not a backup quarterback, man. So that's just how it be sometimes. But it is football Christmas Eve, so Thursday night is Texans versus the Chiefs. What's your predictions? Obviously, really easy, but. The Texans are winning. The Texans are winning. I said the Chiefs are going to win. Only because I got Travis Kelsey. I knew you were going to say that, so I just had to have an opposite opinion. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I got got Travis Kelsey in my fantasy, so he has to put up some points for me. We could talk about it. We could talk about it. We could talk about it. Guess to talk about that real fast is I got David back. So David made me draft Patrick Mahomes in a league. Real douche move. I was super upset about it. And then, so last night we had a draft. He had the first pick. So the first round went by. The second round, obviously, you get the last pick in the second round. So you had two picks in a row. And I think you got George Kittle, right? No, I got Travis Kelsey. So I was like, hey, David, dude, they have Travis Kelsey and uh, Patrick Mahomes up. No, it was Lamar Jackson. It was Lamar Jackson. I drafted Lamar no. Jackson. Yeah, I drafted Thank Lamar you. Jackson. Yes, I did. Wait, what? Oh, it was yeah. Lamar Jackson because Patrick Mahomes is off the board. Yeah. yeah. 
So I was like, look, do you have a yeah, that's that's why because I knew they didn't both play for the same team. So mm-hmm. I was like, look, you have a uh, Kelsey and uh, Lamar Jackson up, drafted both of them. Okay, dude. So Alabama, the thing dude. was, okay, your team sucks. My team's all right. Okay, we'll you talk have no about depth. it. I well, guess what? I'm gonna be training some players away probably. But I saw the opportunity. All right, I thought it was, I'm I'm doing a different strategy this year because I always wait to the end to draft a quarterback, but. I really think I'm going to be fine. Well, you know what? I'm just going to talk about my team real fast. Let's see. Let me look at my team. So first if off, I... we have 18-man rosters, which is ridiculous. I got so That tough. was ridiculous. That was stupid. But John did. John screwed me over. John really screwed me over. Okay, so I had... So when John was telling me, he's like, yeah, yeah, Travis Kelsey's on the board, and so is Lamar Jackson. I kind of thought this was the perfect opportunity to jump on this. So I drafted Christian McCaffrey first overall. Then I drafted. Then it came around. The second round went by. I was the last pick in the second round. And Travis Kelsey was up. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to draft Travis Kelsey. And then so was Lamar Jackson. And this is why I was kind of confused. I didn't know if I wanted to draft Lamar Jackson or not. But John kind of put that subliminal message in my head. And it was like, just like I did to him in the previous podcast. And I made him draft Patrick Mahomes. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go Lamar Jackson and see how this goes. So what we did was is we got together for the draft. So this is another funny story about the draft. So we got together and we had like two tables set up. So I was sitting at a table with our our buddy Zach. He's the co-commissioner with me of the league. And I'm like, look, I know who David's going to draft right here. I was looking at the list. I'm like, he's 100% taking Le'Veon Bell and Keenan Allen. And then you were like, really? Keenan Allen? There's like five wide receivers better than him. I'm like, David only drafts players with big names. That's not true. So, First thing he picked was Le'Veon Bell. I'm like, watch, Keenan Allen's getting drafted. Keenan Allen, like, it's like 15 picks out of his ADP. He's going to draft Keenan Allen. He drafted Keenan Allen. I can read you like a book, baby. You could literally go back and listen to the last podcast. I said how much I do not like Le'Veon Bell. And I saw the opportunity. And I, and I said, you know what? Because he was a big name. No, I, I said I'm I would never Le'Veon draft Bell him again. In the fourth round, I'm going to draft him. I said I would never draft him again, and I drafted him. I think my team's pretty good. No, I ever. You know, let me finish saying my team. Your team I, sucks. My death, my death might be a little rough. I mean, I okay. So the reason why my death sucks is because I got screwed by John. John, so we were doing two and a half minute round picks, and then I was so concentrated that they said, "Oh, we're going to change it to sixty seconds." I didn't realize it, and I was reading some stuff about somebody. I was in the draft, Sony Michelle. All right. And I didn't realize it was 60, pe- 60 seconds per pick. So I was reading stuff about Sonny Michelle, seeing how he was doing in the training camp. And then all of a sudden, I got auto-drafted. And I, you didn't and I, get auto-drafted. You started panicking and didn't click any of the buttons correctly. I, I drafted, right I drafted uh, Slayton, wide receiver from New York, the New York Giants. Terrible pick. And then I got auto-drafted again. I drafted Madison, the uh, backup running back. So if Dalvin Cook does go out or he does sit out a contract again, that is the starting riding back for the Vikings, but I got he's three. probably the best okay. handcuff in the NFL. Behind um, what's your boy's name from the Cowboys? Uh, Tony Pollard. Pollard. Oh, oh yeah, Pollard. Pollard. I can never say his last name, but I mean, if anybody goes down, they're the number one running back. So, I mean, I'm not totally upset with the pick, but I was upset because I really wanted Sony Michelle. So I think drafting in the 11 spot, I actually got a strong team. I mean, my quarterbacks are kind of yikes. I have Cam Newton and Big Ben. I think Cam's not a bad pick. I got both Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake, which I'm happy with. Then I got Juju, T.Y. Hilton, David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor. So, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. I have some depth. I have Jarvis Landry, Jerry Judy, and C.D. Lamb on my bench. 
So I have two rookie wide receivers. One of them might break out. I mean, I have Henry Ruggs on my bench, and he is playing slot receiver for the Raiders now. They, they, I thought he was going to be the solid number two, but he's playing slot receiver, so he's not playing. He's not playing those deep ball catches. So I think he's probably going to go off. And Jerry Judy, I really did like that pick. I think you did a good job with the pick. I like. I think Jerry Jerry Judy is, is going to be the number one wide receiver in Denver in a little bit because I I believe in Drew Locke. I am I'm 100 sold on Drew Locke. Everybody I talk to that's a Denver Broncos fan, they're sold on Drew Locke, and I want to be sold with them. So I know so the I'm, thing about it was I'm pro Drew like, Locke. So I was sitting next to David whenever he drafted Henry Ruggs. He was looking at him and Jerry Judy. I know the other one was going to make it back to me. So I was like, I mean, I was going to take Ruggs but, or Judy. I was probably going to take Ruggs if he got to me. And then I was like, that's who I would take if I was you. So he got Ruggs. I just wanted, like, the thing is, is like you always have one rookie running back, wide receiver always. breaks out. Always. So I picked up two of them. I have C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. So I have a good chance that it's one of my guys. So the reason why I didn't do the back, so I had back-to-back picks, and I could have picked Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy at the same time, but – I wanted to pick. I wanted to draft somebody that I didn't have, so I have Jerry Judy in my other league. So I was like, I'm just gonna have Henry Ruggs in this year on this league because I figured figured one of them has to break out and be amazing. I would rather be this this league with uh, Henry Ruggs because this league Your team sucks means a lot. And I do my team is all right. I have a couple of wild cards. Okay, I do have a couple of wild cards. I did draft old boy from uh from Washington Gibson. I think he's gonna have an outbreak. I think he's gonna be the best. I think he's gonna be a rookie a rookie of the year. I think he's gonna win. He's been the best running, working running back for sure. I think they're gonna they're gonna carry him. Like I his, don't know. He 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 catches out the backfield, and he uh runs a lot. So and he's already like scored a couple Swift touchdowns. A lot. Uh, and you have Jonathan Taylor. Mm, I think Jonathan Taylor is gonna be the best. There's a lot of like the Colts are gonna be good this season. Running backs. I don't know. I I've been hearing a lot of mixed things about Philip Rivers. Yeah, because Philip Rivers is either like MVP caliber or completely terrible. He was completely terrible last season, so it's his turn to be MVP caliber. He's in bad in training camp. Sorry, I'm yelling about he's in bad in training camp. So that's what that's just what I heard. So you can't trust training camp. You're making me on now. <sighs> All right, monkey see, monkey do. But what else do I have? So for we this? both have one fantasy draft left, right? Yeah, I have one We're not Monday in the night together. But I have one Monday night. Yeah. I have one Monday night, and it's at 10.30 at night because the commissioner doesn't get off of work to 10 o'clock. I don't want to stay up that late and draft. I might auto-draft, dude, even though it's for money. I don't know. I don't want to stay up that late, dude. 20 bucks. So. Honestly, if you auto-drafted, your team would probably be better. <laughs> your team would probably be better. I'm well, not even joking. I like... mean, Dano kind of got screwed over. Oh, so draft. our buddy Dano, first of all, he doesn't watch much football. He's not a big football fan. He's but getting he's into it. He's getting into it. He is slowly getting into it. I'll give him that. But he was at work last night, so David told him, yeah, just set up a queue and it'll draft the players that you want. Danner didn't know how the queue worked. So the way he set up his queue is he put it was uh, put Leonard Fournette first, and then he put whatever that terrible wide receiver pick was second, and then someone else third. Uh, oh, it was it was Goodwin. It was uh, Goodwin. Goodwin. From, uh, Tampa Bay. He, so he drafted two Brees Tampa Bay third. players first and second round. So his first pick was Leonard Fournette. His second pick was Goodwin. Which I mean, Goodwin in the second round is a bit of a stretch, but he's probably going to be good. Leonard Fournette's not a good pick. And then he got Drew Brees in the third round. It was rough. Yeah, he's going to lose this year. He's going to lose this year. I told Dan on the rink his players. Okay, that's Dano's fault. I told him, hey, you don't, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's better I, off just I, he, came, he came over before he went to work, and I showed him how to do it. 
So I literally showed him how to. I literally set his thing up for failure. I literally said, Dano, dude, I don't think you should do this. I think what you should do is just let it auto draft for you. No, I want to make sure I get the players I want to get. All right, Dano, dude, do what you want. Did nobody tell him that like Leonard Fournette's not a good first round pick? Uh, I think what happened was he just picked the top like eight running backs that he thought on top of his head, and he was hoping that he got one of them or something. That's what I imagine what happened. Because he said he went, he went home and did it. He went home like after we hung out and I, after I explained stuff to him. He went home and he like tried to fix it. So, I mean. So the thing about it is he is getting slowly better at fantasy football because last year he did draft Will Lutz in the fifth round. Like, I need <laughs> he, didn't he, he didn't draft. He didn't draft Will Lutz to like what eighth round or something. I don't think he even drafted Will Lutz. Oh, he might have not. You're right. He might have not drafted Will Lutz. I don't think so. He might have. I don't know. But it wasn't so like Whaley. I know he wasn't the first one to take a. I just I, I I think my draft could have been better, but I don't think it was terrible. You know, I don't think it was absolutely terrible. I want to. Is there a way you can look at your teams from last year? Probably. Uh, yeah, you can look at the draft from last year and stuff. How can you do that? See, the thing that really screwed me in this draft is I normally wait a while for tight ends, but it was an 18 round draft, so I got to like the 14th round. I'm like, oh shit, I don't have a tight end. I was like, all right, yeah, I really want this guy. I really want this guy. And then so coming to me, Zach picked one of the Michael Eschke from the uh, Dolphins that I really wanted. He picked him. It's like, oh, that's his backup tight end. I'm screwed. And then coming back the other way, I need to, I need to trade for a tight end. Oh, I mean, I might have a tight end trade on the trading block, maybe. <laughs> Travis Kelsey, what you going to do for Travis Kelsey? What you working with for Travis Kelsey? All right, give me – all right, here's the trade offer. Give me CMC and Travis Kelsey. I'll give you Josh Jacobs, Keenan Allen, and Jarvis Landry. I'm not Keenan Allen. I'm a running back. I'm Kenyon Drake. Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and Jarvis Landry. For who? Just Travis Kelsey? DMC and Travis Kelsey. Uh, <laughs> no. All right, no, I'll do good. Juju. Those my first three picks. I'm not giving up both McCaffrey and Travis Kelsey. So. I mean, if you want the depth, I'm giving you two premier running backs and a premier wide receiver. You're just going to be upset when my, my bench just goes off. So Your bench isn't going off. Man, I got Carlos Hyde, dude. Carlos Hyde isn't a bad little backup, you know. He had a lot of points last year with the 49ers. Yeah. Actually, game with the 49ers. actually, I think that's a good death, dude. I think he's, let's see, he, what is he? He is, he's a second running back, dude. If Chris Carson goes down, this, like, oh, like, dude, I think, I think you might be a little tripping, dude, because Chris Carson goes down. Yeah, if someone, David, I, I, I say this Ooh, with like, dude, I'm not reading, trying to I'm, sound mean with the most respect possible, but I think you're delusional. Your team's dude, terrible. I'm reading I'm reading Chris Carson's report right now. Seahawks running back has not spoken with the team about potential contract. So, dude, that could be like a potential like sit-out. But that he hasn't talked about his contract with him yet? Yeah, if he just wants potential. to go play football and let it work out later? Potential, dude. What if he gets hurt? I mean, I'm just saying I got... I have a pretty solid one of these. One of these football players. I mean, one of these running backs. Mike All I'm saying hurt, is, dude. you don't have depth when you're grasping at straws that hard. I don't know, dude. I think you're a little tripping, dude. I did make a mega brain play and draft Raquel Armstead from the Jaguars because he's not going to get COVID twice. That was a yeah. The one 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 I did kind of mess up on Nikhil Harry. I don't think he's going to be like he's a solid number two, but I just don't see him being like. 
that person. I might be like somebody I would have to drop and pick up somebody. There's going to be people I could pick up during the season, so I'm not terribly worried about it. I think it'll be fine. But hmm. Darius Slayton. Darius Slayton looks like he had a good season last year towards the end, so we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you're right. Maybe my def isn't that great, but I can't really think about it right now because I'm worried about winning this league. So I might have to go you're, back and do some more research. You're not winning. I'm not you're just worried. Your your whole goal is to not come in last place. Again. Yeah, I'm not losing though, so that's perfectly fine. Me, I'm actually projected to score the most points the first first week. So I'm just saying that that's a big deal, John. So that's a huge deal, dude. Let's just jump uh, to NBA news, dude. I'm I'm done. I'm done talking. Yeah, it's because you have Christian McCaffrey. That's the only reason. Ah. Uh, and I'm Lamar Jackson. So. The thing about drafting first, like, yeah, you get Christian McCaffrey, you're at a huge advantage for the season, but you have to know what you're doing the rest of the rounds, and you just did. I knew what I was doing, dude. I was fine. <laughs> I, have good, I have a good line. I have Stefan Diggs. Is my, I have Stefan Diggs, Keenan Allen, dude. Right, I'm perfectly fine. You okay, you're right. All right, so <laughs> let's jump to some Pelicans news, NBA news. So, Miami Heat, I, I, so I, this is my official lock-in. I'm not changing anymore. This is my official lock-in. The Miami Heat better win it at all. That's my official lock-in. They're doing it. The Bucks, right. the Bucks suck. They're sweeping the Bucks, and the game four is at two thirty. And I'm trying to watch it. So, so my thing about it is, is I'm Magic. Any mm. team that I root for in this postseason just get destroyed in the playoffs. Don't root for the Miami Heat, then, please. So root I'm thinking about rooting root for, for the Heat just so they lose. No, root for the Lakers. I'm dude. not rooting for the Lakers. Well, you want them to lose, right? I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Okay, that's fine. Uh, nuggets are fine. I would be okay with that. Porter has just been going off, so and he went off last night. Actually, you know what? I'm rooting for the Heat. No, don't root for no. the Heat, dude. No. I'm rooting for the Nuggets. Calm down, David. Don't cry. Well, I'm also rooting for the Heat because Dan Craig, the assistant coach, might be the next Pelicans head coach. That's so. such a stretch. Okay, dude, but guess what? We stretch on this podcast, all right? Actually, yeah, no, I guess the last structure we made was Jadavion Clowney coming to the Saints, and it almost yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly. So it almost happened. So it looks like I got a good takes. I have really good takes. So that was my there, take, first of all. No, that was my take, sir. Who? That was my take. I There's said no that. Chance. I said that. Go look no, it up. No, how it happened was, was I found take. an article about potential players the Saints would pick up, and Jadavion Clowney was one of them. And then I elaborated on it. No, that's my take. I was all mine. No. I know it was. No. I know it was. Look at everybody here. John's trying, to take, John's trying to take my thunder, dude. John's trying to take my thunder now. You no, hear that? No. Everybody's no. listening right now. Y'all hear John trying to take my thunder, man. David, you're delusional. Well, dude, guess what? I'm stretching it. I'm saying that was my take. And this is my take right now. Don, Dan Craig, if it's not Jason Kidd, the next Pelicans head coach, it's going to be Dan Craig. I'm, I'm calling it now. Either. I don't know who it is, but just to be against you. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Dan Craig or Jason. Uh, Dan Craig is not gonna leave the Heat. How do you know? You don't know. He's made it this far, they're gonna pay the man. If he, no, what? If they're gonna if they're gonna win, they're they're gonna they're gonna like if Eric Spolstra is not leaving the Heat, he's not gonna be the head coach. They're not paying the man. He's literally let him leave. They're gonna let him leave. He's literally gonna go. He's gonna win the finals this year, and he's gonna be like, "All right, I want my own team." And he's gonna leave and come to the Pelicans, and he's gonna make the Pelicans an amazing team. Watch, I, I guarantee it. You guarantee it. Or, your or money Jason back. Kidd. Or Jason Kidd. It's not gonna be. I don't want Jason Kidd as a coach. Imagine me and Jason Kidd watching Steve Nash get the next job. <laughs> it is rough. 
I mean, I get I get why Steve Nash got the Nets head coach job because him and KD did work close together when well, Steve Nash was a uh, players coach at not, I think the word is a players coach, a uh, players coach with Golden State when they won the past three years. I think it's called players coach, the one that individually practices with somebody on the court like in the off season and during the season. I I think he was he was KD's players coach. But I think I know he was Katie's players coach, and they were really they got really really close. And KD was like, "Hey, Steve, I want you to come coach this team." And now he's the head coach, which I'm officially kind of rooting for the Nets now. I want to go see the Nets because Steve Nash is one of my favorite players, and I think he'll be a good head coach. And Jason Kidd is one of my other favorite players, and I think he'll be a good head coach. But I need to be realistic, and I think Dan Craig is the better head coach. So fingers crossed. You know who's going to be our head coach? Who? He's going to be uh Cares. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed. Do you have anything else you want to close on, David? <laughs> good, good. It's, no, no. Finish, John. No. Finish, I'm done. Finish it, dude. Finish. What were you saying? I'm not finishing my thought. <sighs> gonna leave it was going to be a troll thought anyway, and then you just completely killed the vibe. So. <laughs> you're going to leave the people on the cliffhanger, huh? Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it next week. John's John's upset, guys. That's fine. I all right. Do that I'm sorry, dude. Y'all do it to me all the time. But uh, once I do it, it's incredibly in- inappropriate. Yeah, but and it's knowing fair. that we're bad friends. You're supposed to be the good friend. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right. Anything else, John? Any closing thoughts? Um, I could, no, just thank you, everybody, for listening. And I hope y'all enjoyed y'all's long uh, three-day weekend with Memorial Day. No, Labor Day. What am I oh, about? Labor Day. I am not. I am, like, going to a coma tonight. Yeah, it's hibernation mode. I'm sleeping all day tomorrow. I deserve it. We deserve it. So, all right, guys. Talk to you next week. Hope y'all enjoyed. Bye-bye.